Welcome to Thinking Like a Lawyer with your hosts, Ellie Mistal and Joe Patrice, talking about legal news and pop culture, all while thinking like a lawyer, here on Legal Talk Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice from Above the Law, joined by my co-editor, Catherine Rubino. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? You know, pretty good. It's another fine, warm day of quarantine, so. Yeah, I mean, it's getting a little old pretty quickly, I think. We are headed into what is largely observed as a three-day weekend for for the 4th of July, so getting a little time away, I think, is pretty good. Yeah, though you all listening to this will be on the back end of that. Right, you'll be back at work, so. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, suckers. <laughs> yeah. So that's... Uh, so, I mean, the 4th of July holiday kind of brings up an interesting point or an interesting query. We we got an email from a source at a law firm where the managing partner, well, primarily, and, and what I mostly wrote about was encouraging everyone to continue to bill more, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of the novelty of our novel coronavirus quarantine w- was over. And, you know, you really need to get back to work and billing so that, you know, the firm can, can make money, which, you know, is what it is. But the other thing that I thought was interesting and kind of related to the 4th of July is the managing partner also reminded folks to take a break and take the vacation time. I think that's interesting, particularly folks who are at big law firms or people who have very high-pressured jobs. You know, it's hard sometimes in your head to justify taking time off when you're like, what am I going to do? Sit at, continue to sit at home? I'm sitting at home anyway. I might as well be working. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you need a damn break. Yeah. I don't know. Are you planning to take any vacations anytime soon? And I don't necessarily mean traveling as much as just time off. Uh, no. The news never stops around here, Catherine. Well, I uh, guess there is there is that. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that ATL is is dependent on Joe Patrice, but maybe. Maybe we uh, are. I mean, I think it's probably more dependent on you, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm probably second most. So, no, that's that's interesting. And it is true that attorneys in particular need to be mindful of when they're running themselves too thin and take some breaks. But, you know, it's it's hard to do that when there's nowhere to go. Yeah, I mean, I do think that, you know, New York, where we are both based, as well as, you know, a lot of our listeners are, are big law New York associates, as, as New York is potentially doing okay, I don't want to jinx us, I'm going to knock on some wood now, but as we're doing all right in in dealing with the virus, I think it does open up and the weather is beautiful. It opens up a few more possibilities, you know, even if you're not able to leave the state, there's some beautiful mountains a little bit north of New York City. And, you know, there there are options that people can, you know, rent a car or take a public transportation to go even for day trips to to kind of forget about work for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. I don't we don't talk a ton about mental health, but I mean, big law, big law sucks, right? It's it's often a high pressure, sometimes toxic environment and making sure that you're not just thinking about work. And I know like I've seen a lot of friends of, of mine as well complain that, you know, in quarantine, it just means that your boss knows that you're available all the time right. and they're getting emails at 11 p.m. and emails at 7 a.m. and... <laughs> And and that's a lot. It's a, it's hard to keep going at that rate and combined with other folks who, you know, are also balancing, you know, being in charge of primary caregivers for your children because you can't get 
childcare at the moment. It, it's a lot and taking time at least from away from at least your lo- job seems like it's a pretty smart move even if you're not, you know, going to Disney World or something fun. You this week had, or last week, I guess, by the time people hear this, also had an article where you talked about the toll that working in big law can take on people, uh, of a story yeah. of a partner even, who just walked away. It was actually an anonymous Redditor who posted about someone who made partner and was giving it all up, quit, quit her job, you know, is kind of in the transition period where she's handing clients over to her partner's. And has no other job line up, no no other long-term plan, except that she doesn't want to work at the firm anymore. <laughs> and she, you know, calls it toxic. There's problems with origination credit where she feels she's working literally twice as hard to make half as much money as other male partners at at her, her firm. And, you know, her, her question was, you know, how do I explain to people – that, you know, that what I'm doing. And I'm like, that, that's what you say. You say that, that, you know, you have to take care of you right now and get the hell out of Dodge. And, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that we have kind of a unique perspective, both of us were, were former practicing big law. So you kind of, you, you left also without knowing exactly what you were going to do next when you left. I guess mm-hmm. it wasn't a, it wasn't big law. It was, it was a boutique at that point, but still pretty high profile legal practice and what how did you decide to just quit one day and and not necessarily knowing what you were going to do next I had paid off my loan and looked at my bank account and realized I didn't have to do this anymore so that was really how it was uh and it was And did you also- feel like awkward like talking to people and being like oh you quit what are you doing next I don't know <laughs> was I mean, that weird No that, that was a, that's the crux of this woman's issue I guess Yeah I did not quit without knowing what I was going to do. The question, there were some questions of exactly the path, but I knew that I was leaving to go into writing and that was what I wanted to do. So above the law may not have been planned out, but that was, there was a plan. So I didn't feel like it was totally flying blind. Right, right. And that's the thing. I, I wouldn't walk away without some idea of what you wanted to do. I had done research on freelance writing and how to get into that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wasn't completely taking a risk, but. Freelance life well, is not yeah. without risk, but yeah. <laughs> Fair. It is the toll that the occupation can take on people. Yeah. So, and it's a good time to to try to take a break if you can right around the summer. There's There are options. You can go outside, which appears to be somewhat less risky than, than indoor events in terms of coronavirus. So it's a good time to take advantage of nice weather. Absolutely. Speaking of people who yeah. um, like to go outside in in and do some some very public uh, things, I know you wrote a story about the AR-15 couple up out, out of Missouri, and I, everybody I'm positive has seen this image by now. A pair of lawyers married who brandished guns when protesters went by their house. Uh, how how was writing that story for you? Yeehaw. Um. <laughs> It's been an interesting story. So that this is the bread and butter, uh, the, the ultimate above the law moment, right? I mean, we got lawyers running around with machine guns dressed uh, like they're at a Jimmy Buffett show. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And it, this is a little bit in the weeds. Maybe not everyone's as quite as interested as I, I am in this, but uh, you did, you made in, in your article, you referred to them as Jimmy Buffett. Survivalist chic. 
So, uh, so Jimmy Buffett's survival is shaky is a great line. But but you know, I you had a couple others that you were going with. Can you share with everyone if you weren't going to compare them to Jimmy Buffett's survival is shaky? Uh, what were some of the other options? It's I, I don't really know. As though this is interesting stuff for anyone to listen to. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely thought of them as the howls from. Gilligan's Island. Uh, <laughs> that's a little bit more dated of a reference, I suppose. So they brought out, they busted out their machine guns to tell a bunch of protesters walking by their house to move. They claim that these protesters broke into, uh, broke down their gate. Uh, it appears from video that they did not break down any gate. They just walked <laughs> through a gate. But it was a private road, part of the gated community phenomenon that unfortunately plagues lots of areas. But there's no evidence to suggest that these folks were doing anything other than walking down that street heading toward another area. But the lawyer, Mark McCloskey, has been on, and he went on Tucker Carlson to explain that he was confident that within seconds, the protesters were going to jump the fence and break into the house, kill them and burn down the house, which oh my gosh. I, I I don't know where you make that logical jump. It speaks to a sort of paranoia that's uh, that's yes. uh, that's a real thing. Um, well, I mean, listen, he went on he voluntarily went on Fox News, right? And Fox News is bread and butter is is feeding paranoia within a certain a certain group of people in this country. And they are doing a very good job at what they do. Look, a lot of people early on in this story started talking about how the McCloskey's should probably be charged with something for waving guns at peaceful individuals. Mean, However, yes. I kind of threw water on that in my article because I feel as though there's, you know, given that it was a private road and so and that they stayed on their property, they probably are legally within their rights. That said, that doesn't mean just because something is legal doesn't make it a good idea. Sure. Uh, sure. And, <laughs> it's not the end of the inquiry. And yeah, these people should, uh, I don't know, don't know if they will, but should face some sort of professional repercussions from this definitely shows a bad judgment and it makes the profession look bad when mm -hmm. our lawyers are trying to go all vigilante justice on us. That said, I made this these arguments and it turns out there are a lot of people in this world who uh, did not like me pointing this out. Uh, <laughs> so I received hate mail for a couple of days, just a steady stream, most of which was people who were unable to actually read the story, I guess, because most of them were Reading correct. is hard. Yeah, and most of them were just correcting me that it was a private road, which I said, wow, that's, it's a good thing that I put that in the, in the article. In the original uh, story, yeah. Yeah, in the original story, but anyway. I mean, as I said, reading is difficult for a certain segment of the population. But look, it's not a great look, and you have to be cognizant of what you're putting out there, because lawyers are always representative of the profession, and that doesn't take a break. And that's, you know, it's, it's, not, a, it's not good. The, the next day, they put out a statement saying that they were actually very supportive of the movement and, and all. They just like uh, to point guns. Yeah, which the, that's certainly saying the right things. However, uh, the Tucker Carlson appearance kind of, did yeah. undermine a lot of that with, by making statements like, I was sure I was going to get, they were going to burn down the house and all. It probably undermined the idea that these folks aren't just kind of paranoid yeah. yeah but whatever we the good news though is that their attorney who started representing them also appeared on tucker with them 
he had a bio up on his website that made a number of not great statements. Uh, he celebrated the fact that he won a case and the other side killed herself afterwards. Uh, he puts that in his bio as kind of a thing of pride. Not good. But, you know, I we're used to it above the law dealing with lawyers who are bad people and their response to being bad people is to double down on being sure, bad people. Sure, that, that happens uh, a lot. So, I mean, we've got to give credit where it's due. The The article that I wrote was brought about all this was brought to his attention, and he he agreed and changed his website, took down that reference, realizing that it was somewhat macabre and not I cool. mean, it's wildly yeah. inappropriate is also yeah. a way to, to, to say it. Right, and look, you've got you've to credit people who are willing to you know, to, to the bare minimum, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, well, right. I, I obviously it is the bare minimum, but it's you know, so a, a bio is something that people feel personally attached to, and when you criticize it, they there's a high likelihood that they're going to double down and didn't uh, recognize the issue, uh, took steps to address the issue. I, I, well, I there you go. I'm definitely. Uh, you're doing the Lord's work there, Joe. I'm on his side there. <laughs> I think there are other aspects of his career that I'm not a huge fan of, but I mm-hmm. thought that uh, he deserves he deserves his moment of uh, praise for that, for Fair. doing the right thing. Fair enough. Are you going to be brandishing a gun and or fireworks this holiday weekend? I, I mean, America, did, right? I did pick up a thing of fireworks, actually. Uh, not, Is that not legal? A lot. Yes, it's legal here. Not, you know, I mean, the, or the grocery store is running a hell of a black market. Uh, No, I mean, nothing too exciting, but, you know, little things that- A little bit of gunpowder goes boom. Yeah. Uh, You know, what about, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm I'm not interested in, I like all 10 fingers, um, all 10 toes, but yeah, no, I I don't Well, I mean, I'm not going to hold them when I'm setting them off. I'm going to You think JPP thought he was going to hold it when he set it off? Yes, because he was holding it. I think people make mistakes. I think that's the problem, particularly over a holiday weekend. People are in, are indulging in, mm, yeah, in no, lots I'm of substances. Not, and... I'm not going to do anything like that. Well, I mean, indulging, I, I will definitely do. In fact, I feel like it's we're recording this in the afternoon, and I definitely have not had anything to drink yet, uh, and that's Uh-oh. something to be corrected. Um, you have to recharge your, your batteries here. you yeah. got to do that. So that's kind of the been the week in law. Next week, we're looking forward to the conclusion of the Supreme Court calendar, potentially at this, as of the moment we're recording, potentially retirements. We don't know. God, I I hope not. I don't think that there will be, but, you know, it's being floated around. There are people talking about it, so... Yeah, anyway. I'm, I, I'm hopeful it is, as I believe you described it, wish casting um, from yeah, conservatives. I, I, I think it's, yeah, nobody knows what these folks are actually thinking. I feel like there's every year some argument that, oh, Clarence Thomas is going to resign, and it's said I mean, more Thomas as a wish. Clarence Thomas is never going to resign. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, see. he's been pretty clear about that. Yeah, we'll see. So if you were wondering what next week's episode will be about— if it's if either of the he or Alito retires, it, the next week's episode will be about that. But man, for now, I don't think that's likely. Yeah, you know what the good news is? That we're mm-hmm. officially into July now. Do you know what that means? Twenty twenty is half over. Yeah, I mean that's good news. Yeah, 
Have I already made that joke with you? Is that why you stepped on it? Yeah, uh, no. uh, It's actually, I think I pointed it out to you, but it's half over. Uh, That means uh, if if you're checking your billables, you figure out what you're on track to. You know, I I talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, but it is true. We've had, we have had multiple stories already that partners and leadership at firms are very, very interested in how many hours you're billing and in who and which groups are billing how much. Mm-hmm. So this is not the year to slack off on purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's something for everyone to, to keep in mind, you know? Yeah. And no, who knows absolutely. what the rest of the year is going to bring. It may not be possible if you wait till, you know, September or October to, to oh, well, I can always just bill more, you know, you may not have those opportunities and it's, it's a... It's a worrying, worrying time, potentially. So we began the show by telling people to take time off and think about themselves, and we're concluding the show telling people to bill more. We really are just a microcosm of the big law structure right there. Well, here's, I don't, I mean, I don't give a, I don't give a damn who's billing or not billing, but it's, it is also, you know, I don't think that the end of coronavirus austerity measures has been reached. It was a story this week that our colleague did that uh, several of the, some firms that um, late had furloughed employees at the beginning of the coronavirus have now officially transitioned those to be layoffs. I think mm-hmm. you're going to see that a lot. I mean, listen, that's the thing about furloughs. They sound like they're nicer than layoffs, but like they don't have to bring you back. Who knows when they'll bring you back? Very few firms said, we'll bring you back by X day or Y date. They're just like, when it's better, whatever that may be. So I, I don't think that I don't think we've seen the end sort of of the bloodletting when it comes to austerity measures. So it's something to mm-hmm. consider. All right. We've been going for a while here. It, it, it feels so natural, Joe, to just talk to you for hours on end. Oh, it, 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 yeah. And on that note, let's not talk to each other anymore. <laughs> Everyone uh, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. How about that? Yeah. Well, I mean, except they're listening to this in the middle of the week. Okay, Joe. Time is tough. Okay. Enjoy your your next normal length weekend. How about that? Yeah, there we go. All right. With that said, thanks for listening. Thank you. You should be subscribed. Give it reviews. You should read above the law. We're at Joseph Patrice. She's at Catherine One. And listen to the other shows, the Jabot, the COVID cast, ATL COVID cast that we're doing, the other offerings of the Legal Talk Network. And with all of that said, we'll uh, check in next week when... uh, the next set of fresh hell drops on us. (laughs) If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. You can also find us at AboveTheLaw.com, ATLRedline.com, iTunes, RSS, Twitter, and Facebook. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.